Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring this Welcome back, this is the second half of Princess Mononoke If you didn't listen to part one, this is part two of a two-part episode It'll be in your feed uh, it's we're talking about uh, 1997's Princess Mononoke. All right, boo. So take us through your notes. We, we hit all the big left pictures. off talking about um, Ashitaka being um, kicked out of his tribe. Yes. yes. Um, and do you, you guys remember that he is the prince of mm-hmm. said tribe? Yeah. Right. There's a little sad he monologue is. actually about it. Yeah. So he, Ashitaka, is a prince of humankind, and Princess Mononoke is a princess of, like, spirit kind. He is a prince, and she, yeah. There you go, you're welcome. Interesting. Um, no one calls her Princess Mononoke no. except for except for Lady Eboshi once. It's a translation thing. I was reading it was just easier for them to do it that way. Really interesting, um, because, like, I found that, Interesting, like watching it the first for this being the first time. Like, no one ever called her Princess Mononoke. I don't think she does once. Yeah, I don't think it's um, like a thing in the original script either. I think it's just like a, you know, like a um, like a lady Snowblood. um, Like that's not her actual name. Not her actual name, but her thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, Because uh, Mononoke means angry or vengeful spirit. Okay, so it would be like Lady Snowblood. Yeah. So she's just (laughs) called. So when Eboshi's like Princess Mononoke, she's just like that vengeful bitch out right. The woods. Yeah, listen, lady bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Not calling her by her actual name, just calling her a name. Yeah, gotcha. calling. Yeah. What else you got? All right, we're going through my notes, top to bottom. All yeah, right. yeah. Let's just work chronologically, boop, boop, and we boop. can, you know, we can dive into stuff as we hit notes. But let's let's wrap your notes up so we're not doing okay. a roundup at the end. And also, like like we said in part one, I think we've hit the broad, the broad strokes. strokes. Absolutely. Have, yeah. I had a crush on Ashitaka as a kid. As a kid, I yeah. had. How do we feel about crushes on? Animated characters. Hentai. End of statement. <laughs> yeah, right. I think we're good. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, us personally. Talk about it. I, mean, I still get a little, I get a little sloner or whatever the word was in episode oh, one. No. <laughs> uh, when I think about Jessica Rabbit, so I mean, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Ray from uh, Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Ray Ayanami, man. I used to look up videos. I used to play a dating sim on Newgrounds.com oh just boy. because Ray Ayanami was one of the people. Aeon Flux in a weird sort of way. I don't know. The Aeon Flux art style was too weird for me to like get uh, into. <laughs> that face. Uh, Ew. Oh, that makes me feel nervous. That's my. <laughs> that's. <laughs> is that is that the equivalent of seeing uh, roach eggs I mean, under Coca Cola? I feel like again? I just smelled you. It's so weird. <laughs> No, um, I remember as a as a young kid that I had, I had like a grade school crush on San. It was never mm. like it was never like that kind of you know. Remember the gross feeling you just had when yes. you realized that I was a sexual being sitting across from you. I never had that with San, but like the. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, but when I was really young, I thought I just thought Son was the coolest. I wanted to be her best friend and maybe like hold her hand and stuff. But you get to I know because I grew up and <laughs> married her. But like the the moment that gets me every time, and it's 
I honestly don't know what it is, and it's going to sound weird. It's when San is sucking blood out of the gunshot wound of Jillian Anderson Wolf. Actually, there you go. There's my animated crush, Jillian Anderson Wolf. Dude, Uh, Scully talking to me with a dog's face. I'm all confused. I don't even know what's going on. I've got a Cronin boner over here. (laughs) Croner. (laughs) (laughs) Did you also think of the fly? That is why I said Cronin boner. I I knew it would give you a very specific set of images. Uh, Now I have to deal with the new flesh, and that's just not... Yeah, oh, dude. Pretty. I know we didn't watch it for the show, but I think our late, late, late show at the video drum. Yeah, video drum. Yeah. We just re- we just do it at one a.m. That was closer to three a.m. I think when we spun video drum. We're older. We're older and wiser now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're married. We don't have an excuse to we do don't that. Have time for that shit now. Oh, no. Um, so I guess I feel justified in my crushing on because the voice is Billy Crudup. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Uh, I know he's Russell from Almost Famous. Russell, who, oh, oh the rock shit. star! Oh my god! Uh, yes. I am a golden god. Yeah. Yep. Oh my it's god! I am a golden god. He's also Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. I and knew that. The Sun in Big Fish. I did not so, know that. So yeah, he's hot. Yeah, Billy animated Cr- or not? Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> Billy Crudup is also in Stardust. He's one of the lords. <gasps> Get out! Ooh, freaky deaky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> Wait, when did that movie come out? Uh, it's like uh, early 2000s? Mid 2000s. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I was like 22, 23. In the aughts. Yeah. yeah. 2012, 2013. That'd be my guess. Okay. If I had Carl? Yeah, yeah. doing it. Hello. Yeah. Um, next note. I love how easily everyone believes in gods and demons. Because they're there. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, the and it helps when they knock on your door. Oh wait, there yeah. is there is one cool demon moment that I thought was interesting. Where I think I think what it is is it's humans misunderstanding because they live so far removed from the world of actual gods, boars, all that stuff. But yeah, there's the like industrialized peoples, and then there's the tribal yeah, peoples. Yeah. But it's when yeah, you pointed that out that this is kind of an exploration of Japan's tribal peoples. Yeah, how or how they picture ancient Japan. Yeah, which is even more interesting, honestly. I uh, there's the moment right after Ashitaka shoots the dude's arms off and then shoots that other samurai's head off and like blows out of town. Mm-hmm. And the one samurai stops and the headless his headless comrade like yeah. gallops up next to him and falls off the horse and. Uh, Hold on, like, so these celebrities have some wild what? photos selected on IMDb. <laughs> and uh, I who gets 2007 is 2007. Oh, all right. So, so I was 17 when it came out. But the samurai guy looks after Ashitaka and goes, a demon. Which mm-hmm. is interesting because mm-hmm. he's not entirely wrong. This is a human cursed by a demon. Yeah. So really what the demon <laughs> is, is someone touched by rage and hatred. All right. Sorry. Continue. I'm so glad other people fall in love with trees like I do. Oh my God! He Are you says, talking about ah, her, their mother, a fine old tree? And I was like, it is a fine old tree. I know. I felt the exact <laughs> same way, man. When he's like, a fine old tree. This must be their mother. I was like, uh-huh. I want to go and read a and book. I love in the all branches. the bobblehead babies in it. Oh my God! Yeah. I love when, <laughs> when <laughs> we all yes, like oh we, when the like, wind blows at night and they're all up there. They're, they're like, yay! Like, so happy when they the, all look so when like, the night walker oh. turns back into the god of the 
God of the Forest, and because he, he's coming down mm-hmm. into like his his weird face horn mode. Just, yep. Transform form of weird million antlered lizard. elk yeah. foot thing, lizard foot elk. But that's that's <laughs> human face, baboon human face. That's when all of the wind comes, and they are just like delighted. The thought they probably do this every, every night. night. I know I had the same thought. I'm like, like, here he comes. This is the happiest comes, fucking forest. And all these. This is the kind of bobblehead I need. Yeah. Oh, I bet you can get one. I'm actually probably gonna get these tattooed on me. This. Hey, that would be fun. Because you're this a final tree. Final tree. Are you I'm their f- mother? I'm a final tree. I'll be their mom. <laughs> he must be their mother. <laughs> I'll be their mom if I need this, one. This movie makes me want to go and hang out in the woods. Yes. Like, for yeah. sure. Yes. Like, like who I want to build our yurt at the bottom of that final tree. That's what I want. <laughs> well, I really okay, it's a drawing, so... We so, I we don't... I, what's it? the problem? I'm and sorry. prune it. Appropriately. You're, the problem. You're right. I blew it. My bad. <laughs> you don't have enough imagination, Max. You know, do you have a note about the eye change? Because we talked about it a bajillion times. No, I don't. All right, I we don't. have to talk about oh. this. Ugh. I'm sorry. We're going to jump off Bird's Notes for a second. Yeah. But there's a moment when the god of the forest is walking on water toward... Past Ashitaka. Yep, yep, yep. Past Ashitaka. When toward, you think he's dead, but he's... No, toward the mm-hmm. boar and, and uh, the mom, Jillian Morrow, Anderson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, Morrow, yes. yeah. And uh, the the god is walking, and this is the first time that uh, uh, Lady Eboshi shoots it, shoots it through the head, and, and it sh- sways. It it just you can, s- it's so well animated. You can see the little like fluff of fur as the bullet exits its head, but its head doesn't shift left or right because the bullet's going so fast. It just like you can the foley is amazing too because mm-hmm. it's like and punches just, through its head, and it's. Yeah. The second the bullet hits its head, its eyes go weird. They weird, go from weird. being front facing like human eyes to side facing like deer eyes. It's super weird. And then they kind it's of like, like write themselves like again and become blew human the divinity she, out of yeah. it and turned it into just a dumb animal. Like she says, it's a god. God, that makes me all just. Ugh. It's horrible. Yeah. It's very crawly. Yeah, because it happens so fast that if you're seeing it for the first time, you don't realize what. Is different. You just realize that something is wrong. It's when they started to write themselves again that I realized his eyes are all blown out. And mm-hmm. they get, they're fairly small. Sorry. They're fairly small before she shoots it, but the moment the bullet hits, they take up about a third of its face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They go huge. The, the face dramatically changes. It's something that I think you can only do in animation. And yeah. I think, you know, you can do it with CG, but CG is a form of animation. So it's, it's really. Unsettling. Yeah, it's, it's disturbing. Valley. It's truly disturbing. And the there's another the moment when it's when it step pulls its foot because as after it gets shot in the head, it's it front slips below the mm-hmm. its front feet. Like, but they don't go all the way down. They just sink in like six He's inches. Lost the ability to walk on water. And it pulls its feet back out and steps back up and keeps walking. And it's kind of right again. You mm-hmm. know? Oh, I mm-hmm. don't know. It's just uh, that's a it's a. That moment as a child, like, because I was watching, like, Helsing and Trigun. I'd seen, like, death and stuff. So the movie didn't really mess with me. But as a young kid, there were moments that always troubled me. And now as an adult, I'm realizing why. And one of the ones that troubled me the most was how that thing's eyes changed when it got shot mm. in the head. And also me. you are looking at it like I'm looking at you right now, face it's, to face. Yeah, it's straight and on. And you watch it get shot. 
through the neck. Right. And a light goes out in a way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. You're seeing death, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, Ooh. it's real. One of the other things in this, speaking of eyes that screws me up, is the old blind boar. The blind boar. How it's, it's gross goopies. Well, it's got, it's got its goopy eyes, but also once it's turning into a demon, its eyes kind of like barely like don't go the same direction. Kind of walleye a little. Well, yeah, but like they, they'll like, like whoop, whoop, whoop. They just like, like pop over to walleye for like a fraction of a second and then flip back. Yeah. Little mad yeah, eye moody. Talking about yeah, they yeah. get a little mad eye moody. They go a t- but it's and it's but not, not that, that googly moogly. It's just like it's like if yeah yeah dude it's horrible. It's actually like a favorite move of animators in time of the episode doing the nipple thing. Yep, Carl's rubbing his nipples earlier. Earlier on, I was I was into the microphones <laughs> like oh, no. it's we're just, hitting we're it's hitting weird. all the strides here man yeah well we got to go out strong on <laughs> i was shaking them out now <laughs> shaking them out good good <laughs> just, going out strong just like a two. like a rug just just give them a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what do you got boo um okay i've got a couple notes on this same theme okay uh the evils of unchecked industrialization mm-hmm. um Humans' myopic vision and not understanding the consequences of their actions. That, yeah, um, yeah. The the, the myopia in this in this movie, you can see. Tw- we say this a lot with movies because because we actually this is something Bird and I were talking about earlier today. What do, what separates a masterpiece from an excellent film? Yes, a yeah. masterpiece transcends the time in which it was made and yes. can comment yes. on all times. Whereas an exception, constantly relevant. Yeah, because it deals with deep human themes, but in an entertaining way, so that you continue to revisit the well. Whereas an excellent film doesn't always age well, you know, like there's where there's stuff that doesn't hang up, and that's the difference between masterpiece and excellent film. This is why I think this is a masterpiece. Is we're still doing exactly this now. Our equipment has changed, but that's it's the exact same thing. Yeah. We've gotten better at it. We've already gotten to the point where the the deer don't talk to us anymore, but we're still like killing deer holes. And, and it, look, I'm a hunter, but I'm saying like we're cutting down their forests and we're mm-hmm. saying we're mining. Yeah, we've we've gotten we figured it out. We know how to do it so much better now. There's like no better better air quotes air better. quotes better faster we, more efficiently. We've mm-hmm. become more efficient at destroying the the rainforest. <clears throat> There's that, but the environment. I want to say. Because you can't, if the planet, if you listen to episode one, you can't really say nature. <laughs> nature doesn't work. You know what I mean when yep. I say nature, though. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, yeah. But like, yeah, man. <laughs> listen, like the environment, man. <laughs> like, look. We're getting, like nature. We're so weird. We're not mean, like, it just bad. happens when you start talking about it. You know what's horrible is when you, you could be saying totally true things, but if you say it like a, like a crunchy like hippie a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it even I automatically was like, we should just we should do slash and burn right, all yeah, over yeah. the world. Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, honestly, I'm very concerned about our environment and global warming. But the second you go, dude, like we're like destroying the planet. I'm like, fuck the planet. Think about do you? <laughs> well, actually. Oh, <laughs> dude. Well, actually, you're fucking ass, man. <laughs> Sorry, bird. Continue. 
Car- if she continues to be on our show, she's very patient. She is, and, and I like understand that bit would have gone on a lot longer if she hadn't closed her eyes and looked like Done she was the with head shake. rage yeah. and hate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, my uh, my burn is moving up. <laughs> um, did anybody else notice that um, Lady Eboshi's right hand guy has the same head as the like doofy? The whoop, whoop. Whoop, yes, whoop. from exactly Spirited from Away. Spirited Away, same yeah. head. Holy shit! Same head and haircut. Yeah. <laughs> same facial hair too. You're he welcome. has the same face. I was like, yeah. that was where my brain's like, he's got the same. He is a famous voice actor as well. Wow. I don't know where I know him from, but I think he's from one of the Lupin TV show. Maybe. Anyway, it's not yeah. important. He's a famous voice actor. Uh, they all are. What the fuck am I talking about? It's Princess Mononoke. Billy Crudup is the lead. Come on. They're all famous. Continue. <laughs> Miyazaki doesn't let men overpower women. He puts women in positions of power. Think about how many strong female characters in lead leadership positions we have in this movie. Oh, not even in this. Just this movie. And like. At all. And yeah. All that's like his thing is but, like. But not in an. Not in a flashy, ostentatious, no. or or like signally way. He's not like. I mean, it, this movie literally. He's not has, doing it to crowd please. No, no. he's doing it in a genuine. Yeah. Well, he write and he writes real people because yes. I mean, Iboshi is a strong she's female a lead, mess. but she's also yeah, she's she she is a hero and a monster. So she's real, but she's definitely strong and well fleshed up. But what I'm thinking of in particular is in My Neighbor Totoro. Who do we like? The mom is the fo- the two little girls are our heroines, mm-hmm. and then the mom in the hospital is like the impetus for the film. But dad is awesome. Mm-hmm. He, no, Miyazaki's yeah. not one of those directors who gives us strong female leads and then and all men the are shit. Dicks. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. He just he just recognizes that that you know that f- women can also women are also often in these roles. Women are the leaders women are strong but he but he doesn't do it to the detriment of dudes which i appreciate yeah. because a lot of times i'll see like kick-ass female action lead or whatever or a strong female character and you're like fuck yeah awesome and then as you're watching the movie you're like it's weird every single man in here is a piece of shit oh it's not the is... 2019 women in positions of power it's right hey that's a good way to put it you're welcome yeah it's you're welcome it's a masterpiece it's not. Uh, a- yep. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> sure is. Continue. Um, I love the dad in my neighborhood. Uh, Miyazaki lets the women face off. He has Lady Eboshi um, immediately like interacting with San. She doesn't call in men to surround her protector or intercede on her behalf. She just fucking does it. Right. Yeah. Even though she's the HBIC, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she squares off against San. She doesn't pit her whole army against her although they do start that way but it's really they're defending once she's inside she's like all right she made it in let's do this thing yep yeah which i like yeah she's hardcore eboshi's that's another thing i like about her because we're rooting for san but you respect eboshi's decision she's cool it's so weird it's like she is the bad guy in the movie in a way, but is she? Can't fucking no, man. That, that's one of the that's one of the really slippery things. Because actually, like uh, when we uh, we we haven't talked about it yet. I'm sure we'll do it someday. But Spirited Away, Chihiro, she's awful in the oh. beginning of that movie. But she's very mm. um, 
Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. You know how well, Alice is just like It is a very a Alice in Wonderland yeah. story, but I respect her. She's the, uh, I think Miyazaki has in as a director has a really unique ability to render real people. Which yeah. is ironic yeah, he because gets he's people. Anime. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their foibles and flaws and their and their triumphs and the things you love about them and their irritating things. Like everyone, everyone in a Miyazaki movie has that. They've all got And they have arcs. They all go on a journey and come out different. Yeah, even the total D bags. Like for example, in this one, Billy Bob Thornton's monk, right? He's clearly just a villain, like a piece of shit. But when we first meet him, we like him a lot. We mm-hmm. really do. That's interesting. And whether he's being manipulative or whether he has just an inherent charisma that's been like perverted by his greed or his lust for power, these are things you can wrestle with. And because he's a real person and not just a D20 Dungeons and Dragons character mm-hmm. sheet, there are no answers. Yeah. You he can, has a very complex yeah. reason for wanting to do it I've, and how he employs certain people and creates alliances and also backstabs people i think i've talked about this on the show before but when this okay if you ever if you have spirited away on dvd the special features on that shows the making of spirited away and it is in Mm. studio ghibli as hayao miyazaki and his team are making the film it shows them drawing it shows hayao miyazaki cooking because no one's going home like that type of shit and watching Hayao Miyazaki pour over pages, chain smoking cigarettes, and just like like rubbing his head and ta- and he's rubbing his eyes and his glasses. There's a scene where he describes how um, there's it's the animators who are working on the scene, and, and I swear this is relevant just because of him as a filmmaker. We're talking about Spirited Away mm. temporarily, but mm. the scene where the dragon falls down the shaft. He's talking to the animators who are working on that scene, and he goes, uh, "It's." I w- it shouldn't just be like he's falling. I don't want you to guess. He goes, I want what I want is for you to to illustrate the way that a snake falls out of a tree. And the animators are like, I've never seen a snake fall out of a tree. And he's like, well, go you can go to the park and they sometimes you'll see a snake fall out of a tree. He also, and this is something Disney would do often, is bring in animals. Bring in the animals, yeah. Um, in that movie, none of the animators owned dogs. And they had no idea because the... In which movie? Spirited Away. Okay, yeah. The dragon has kind of like a dog face. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to oh like put a pill in a dog's mouth and what that would look like and how he would react. Which they nail so in that movie. So they brought a dog in and let him like play with it and see it and draw it and interact and see how it reacted to things. Yeah, so as a filmmaker, like all these extra lengths and all of this thought... All this attention to detail. He could just be like, uh, draw the dragon falling down a shaft. But he's like, I, it's, I, when I was a kid, I saw a snake fall out of a tree. That's what you need to draw me. I think when Hayao Miyazaki makes a movie, that world is 100%. I'm not being hyperbolic here. I believe that that world is real to him. And that he could tell you everything about everyone in it and how the politics work and the language. I think that he has that capacity for for veracity of fantasy yeah, well, it in translates his head. into his films that's yeah, the man. i'm sure it comes across it yeah, definitely it really does. does that's why these 
You pick a Miyazaki movie out of a hat. There's not a bad one in the bunch. Even Jim Jarmusch has got some movies that I think are a little weaker, you know? I, he's one of my favorite directors. He's probably my favorite director, but he's got weak weak flicks in the oeuvre. Miyazaki does not. Sorry, go on. No, I was just thinking about how if the infinite parallel universe theory is correct, then there are these worlds like the spirited away world is totally real and in the parallel universes so. every single version of his movies are exactly the same because they're perfect i hope that's what the afterlife <laughs> 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 i hope that's what the afterlife is it's just a series of miyazaki film worlds mm, that'd be fantastic yeah uh silence during the healing montage i thought was a genius move which healing montage uh the one where Taka, whatever his name is, Hari is laying in the thing and seeing like the footsteps in silence and the plants growing up and then dying and oh, leaves yeah. falling down on him. That was that trippy. Hole. Yeah, that was really trippy. Um, it was the only the elk knows better not to go on the island. Uh, I Ashi love Taka. Goddamn. <laughs> I love. Yeah, you whatever are, his name you're is. very wise. You know better than to set foot up here. Yeah. One of the things I love about that, and they uh, they they make it clear in the. Gaiman makes it clear in the script that the forest god gives life and takes life away, mm-hmm. which is not a traditional uh, rendering right. of of like the god of nature. It's just like oh, everything grows, everything blooms. Well, part everything. of nature is death. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this movie—that's another thing. I think it's important that this movie shows us death. When that first boar god that we see, we see the process of putrefaction. That's that's pretty visceral stuff for the first. I think it's in the first five minutes of this movie is that boar God just melts into the ground. You know? mm-hmm. And that is very much a function of the God of the forest. It's super cool. Um, when they are in the lair of the wolves, I noticed son is laying directly on a bed of leaves, mm-hmm. but um, Ashitaka has a barrier between himself and nature. He is laying on that, um, pelt yeah yeah and underneath one Uh, i i like i think it's interesting that he puts his pelt on san and wakes up back under it because she took it off and put it back on him Mm -hmm. because that i missed that that would be unnatural for her Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if she was like, God, I am too hot. Why am I, Why oh, am I so hot? Sweating. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Woke up in the middle of the night. Fuck this shit. I don't have a window, though. I'll like, crack open because Kick, I kicks am a, outside. Kicks a leg out. She's like, ugh. I wish we had a fan. <laughs> I don't know what a fan is. Oh, but my I wish God. We had one. It was absolutely me last night. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have wear pants to bed. I know. Heat wave. Woo. 40-something degrees. 40 degrees, man. It's time to eat hot dogs and wear shorts. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the shorts out. Flip-flops. Let's do a barbecue tomorrow. What do you think? Just get, right. get the grill lit up. Play some Occam. Okay. Make a barbecue. I mean. Dude, that is going to be this summer to a T. It's be like Wednesdays are recording days. and then Tuesdays are... And then Thursday through Tuesday will be like BBQ. Arkham Horror, Swayed Rainbow. Weed and Arkham. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, I think these next two notes have to be read back to back. Okay, we will we will hold our peace. Rain falling on the rocks. Mm. The artwork of this film is like poetry, sublime. That where the rain starts falling, I think after all of That's the amazing. majority. That's an amazing shot. Yeah. Oh my god! It and it's almost photorealistic, 
but there's a couple moments than. that are very much that the wa- photorealistic with the water and the rain. He, his animators know exactly how that looks. They know the first yes. couple drops do what they do, and then the next couple drops come in, and then it reminded suddenly, me of early Disney, uh, like early Disney gor- animation. Yeah, too. it's absolutely gorgeous. It's as far as photorealistic. <sighs> In a weird way, like Spirited Away is just like art. Uh, it's almost like art porn, mm-hmm. where it's just like there are there are shots of like the the magic world when they first get in there and they're looking at like the here, food stuffs here, and the or like here's a frog fountain and some rocks. But the animators made oh that God. shit look exactly like real life, and then animated the fuck out of it, and then painted it by hand. And you're looking at it, and you're like, this is. Stunning. Spirited Away is one of the first movies that I sat Danielle down to watch when we first started dating. I think it won an Oscar of the year it came out. Robocop, <laughs> Spirited Away, and Repo the Genetic Opera were the first three movies that I sat her down to watch. Really? Yeah. Repo the Genetic Thank Opera you. is actually the excuse that we used to start hanging out in college. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things that exists. Have we know. ever gotten to it? Okay. Mm, oh, that's fun. Wait, we have more in common... Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Max falls asleep. Oh, you never made it through because you, you like go like. Actually, the no. first time I tried to show Bird the Last Man Kiss on Earth. Deeply. <laughs> the first time I tried to show Bird the Last Man on Earth, that's exactly what happened. We put the movie on, and then I was like, "Wait, wait, let's pause. Let's get popcorn, and we'll put some blankets on the floor, and we'll build a little like blanket bed." In the <laughs> so we built a blanket bed. We started the movie, and then we just fucked our way through it. <laughs> Sometimes it's what you gotta do. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it was done, and it was like, man, I just, I just had sex to <sighs> Vincent Price's voice. For like two oh, hours. That's incredible. It was. It was amazing. Nope. Dude, total oh, hype. No. Oh, no. I thought that was you raising your hand. You I thought that was to raise your hand being like, Max may have done that, but I did not. I was ignoring the film. Max was being no, she weird. She was looking for the high five, yeah. damn it. Yeah, dude. Can we fist bump as well? Yeah. All right, bitch. Can you leave the room for a second? No, you just, you just finished up. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, a woman builds a prosperous village and business, and a man wants to take it from her. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah. that. Yep. Mm. I kind of like that the big bad samurai lord. We never see him. No, because he's not important. He just represents human conflict. So we don't need to meet that character. We don't need to see him. We no. just need to see his army and what they That's what they've enough. wrought. Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. Good storytelling. The humans in pig suits. Or that skin. is fucked it up. Makes me crawl. That's nightmare dude. shit, dude. The boars, yeah. no the, eyes, and then when they're the the, the, the way stuff poke through. I know stuff poking through the, their uh, eyes. The poison darts. The, yeah. the the way they move the, like they're they slide. This, they this, slide I don't on like the it. ground. Yeah. This is that same. Excuse me. This is that same. That's good radio. <laughs> I know. I know, yeah, right. even though there's supposedly humans under there, they, they don't, don't move, move like, like humans human. underneath. Yeah, this is that same thing of like. The animators got to play with the dog to draw the dog face. The, you know, we got to see a snake fall out of a tree to draw a dragon dropping. You, what did they see to, this right. is. Right, they could have just as well done the most perfect rendering of a human crawling under a sheet. But they, did. right, but they, didn't. they didn't. No, this is, this is nightmarish stuff, man. What really grossed me out is when you get up close and they have those hollow, you know, and oh they my sag. God. Yeah. You know, do you know how they are scary? 
the they those boars, the people in the boars, oh, are so scary so. the same way that Michael Myers' mask is scary. Mm-hmm. Identical. Mm-hmm. The what empty? What, yeah. Yes, empty. Mm-hmm. That's what. What's oh, so spooky, dude? Yeah, what the sagging eyes? That's the what sagging what eye sockets is what like when you get up close and you see the lines, the little like saggy lines the where the edge of the skin. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. I don't like it at all. It's really creepy. Ugh. I mean, I I do I like it a lot because it's really creepy. Yes. But no. <laughs> all right, what else? Um, I, have, I have a note that says Boreas come out and play. Boreas, <laughs> <laughs> come out and play. It. You the, wouldn't clink though, but what would the no. sound be in? Just them squealing. Well, in this movie, it'd be like. <laughs> yeah, this is a squishy flick. It's very squishy. Uh, the age of gods has come to an end. The forest god knows this. Deaths of Moro and Okoto as an act of mercy. Because they just wouldn't survive any longer with humanity coming to a different sort of spirituality. And I think it's uh, the forest it's god. Mercy killing, is what yeah, thinking? and kind of saying like, all right, well, we're going to bow out it's weird i i know that there's a line in there that makes that seem really significant but i was never confused by that i was the humans are the ones that add the confusion for me that always made sense Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. boar god yes he could technically save them both but like the boar god is old blind heinously wounded and ineffectual and the the wolf actually says like I'm dying of the bullet wound and yeah. decides not to die or, or decides not to keep living. So they've both in a way that's their they don't want to keep living. So the, right. the god of the forest pops over and he's like gives them he grants them both death. Mm-hmm. And the humans are like this is what I think this is the, like the extra turn of the screw for the scene is the humans don't understand why anyone would wish for death. Right. They they don't have that those tools in their thought right. process. They're like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? He just killed both of the. Why would they? Why did he kill them? And you're like, well, because they're ancient. Yeah, they've lived many human lives. Yeah, they've been around for aeons. They're ready for arrest. But people, we are short lived beings. We don't have that. We grab onto every second. Yeah. Yeah, man. We don't. We don't have that in our operating system. So yeah. that's that's how I've always read that. Yeah, no, I thought it was a beautiful scene. It is. It's. It really is. It's moving. It's a moving moment. Uh, this is just me jerking him off. Miyazaki has such an incredible imagination. I'm not even sure what that was in reference to. In a weird way, it feels like the Harry Potter episodes where I just keep being like, and gush, 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 gush. J.K. No, Rowling is like the best lady ever, and she's so smart and pretty, and like real. Her brain is all good. I I just, like, I she like, has a good brain. She's got good brain. Mm. Yeah. I just want to get in there and wriggle around and kind like, of a little bit. You know, like where do they? Where do or the ideas just come take a from? What inspires in, him? This is brain, yeah. Brain, yeah just like. And you, you know what? The best part of that is though, you can do that. Yeah, we um, have. Yeah. that's what his films are. Fuck, that's right. We, bird, you have can. to go plug back in. The Seriously, oh my maybe God. after Carl leaves, what we should do, boo, is spark up and throw on like Totoro or Spirited Away or. I haven't watched my neighbor Totoro in. Let's do it. So I might get a second wind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think asleep. I might do that when I go home. with spirited away. I got a little bit gum gum left. Rock and roll city, dog. You have tomorrow off? Oh yeah, man. I gotta. I I have to record Game Break Studio in the morning. And you for, gotta get me your noms. Yeah, I gotta get. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta I do. get me those noms, dude. <laughs> 
All right, Bird, take us out because we're getting All right, two notes. Long in the tooth. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that Japan does ap- apocalyptic level destruction so well. These little islands have put up with so many natural disasters. Tsunamis, volcanoes, earthquakes, like it the makes atomic bomb. total the atomic bomb. sense. Yeah, the- My favorite Japanese disaster flicks are all yeah godzilla is 100 percent an allegory for the the atomic bomb it's on the criterion channel right now uh criterion please please (laughs) (laughs) just a free sub yeah just give me and carl lifetime subscriptions (laughs) (laughs) we'll do exclusively movies from the criterion that's kind of what we're doing in season three actually actually. like minus john wick (laughs) continue do your last note um the true power of nature is its quiet, patient tenacity. Princess it will Mononoke. always regrow. Man, I got, there's, it's quiet, patient tenacity. Good job, boo. Mm-hmm. That straw will eventually go away. We'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once. I mean. It's gonna. The Earth is gonna be a ball of flame, and well, you extend the timeline out <laughs> far enough, the whole universe is gone. But hey, we'll all yeah. By that time, we'll all be dead in the afterlife and in a Miyazaki movie. That's right. Sweet. Yeah. There is that. That'll be the personal belief of our cult. Is that the afterlife is <laughs> eating Miyazaki is food? <gasps> oh my god. We each have a different. Head tattooed on our forearms to represent our place in the tribe. Interesting. Oh, kind of like dog head, but okay. Yeah. All yeah. I want uh-huh. now, all I want is one of those <laughs> sagging dumpling bags from fucking Spirited, Spirited Away, Away that yes. are they? They look like they're filled with. I want to eat all the nam food. Yeah, it looks like a soup dumpling. I think Bowl it is a soup. It's a dumpling. It really is. Um, no. Okay, I'm clearly hungry and exhausted. So, bird. You just took us out of Measuring Flicks Season, season two. 2. We've got some shootouts. We've got some big, like, final. We've got a big, I mean, this episode alone will, <sighs> will be out for, like, two days before the Quillen filming is, but you know, we got a big fucking event coming up, man. We do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to officially announce it here. Carl, uh, we, well, we have, we, have to dis- we have to do our quarter four shootout. We have to do our final four That's shootout. Right. And then... We can announce it. The 2020 Quillen Filmies will be held on March 7th. Uh, there, we're doing an all-day event. Unfortunately, From 10 a.m. to midnight. We're going to be streaming a lot Oof. of it live on Facebook. Oh, excellent! We will get you. Um, we'll we'll throw that up on our Facebook page. Yep, on the Measuring Flicks. Um, Measuring Flicks. Yeah, Facebook just follow page. us on on Facebook. Measuring flicks. That's how you find us. Okay. Uh, just give us a like on the page, and you'll, you'll you'll see us whenever we go live. So awesome. So we're gonna we're we're gonna be streaming a bunch of that. We're gonna be screening a bunch of the movies that we watched over the over season one and season two. We picked some of our favorites. Uh, the actual episode proper will be from two p.m. to four p.m. We might start a little bit early. We might run a little bit late. So just. That's the that's Pick your the phones up around. Then we're gonna go live for a good portion of that. Yeah, that is the that's the general window for that. Uh, hopefully for season three, there's a possibility that next year for the 2021s we'll be able to invite all all of you invite a bunch of guests and such. This year it's gonna be patrons only, and you know obviously plus ones and people who've guest exactly. hosted and stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so we are we're oh man the. We're turning it into like an event. It's an event. Bar. the The goal is the dream is by season five we're doing this at the Bijou 
yeah here yeah in, in town, town so. which would be amazing as and at like an and event. inviting whoever wants to come right right so yeah yeah march 7th 2000 the 2020 quill and filmies what will be the feature of the year who will win best of the breast who will win boss hog oh yeah it's gonna be interesting since best drunk and or high acting the oh best actually hand acting best hand acting can i read the categories yes read the yeah. categories so we th- here are the quill and filmy categories we have best flick that's the that's the movie that won our shootouts, our shootouts from all year. That's the movie that is the our favorite movie of the not year. necessarily the best, not but the favorite. We actually have a category for the quote unquote best, best movie film, of yes. the year. <laughs> this is our favorite film of the year. So we have best soundtrack, the Boss Hog Award for most impressive penis, best actor, <laughs> best hand acting, best of the breast, best actress, best eye acting, best cinematography, the Bill Pullman Award for Outstanding Drinking in a Motion Picture. We've got some strong contenders this year. The I Believe You Are Fucked Up Award for Best Drunk or High Acting, Best Stunt, the This One Goes to Eleven Award for Furthest Over the Top Moment in a Picture Film, Hmm. Least Shelley Duvall, Uh, the least Shelley du- least Shelley Duvall is an award that is for the actress that looks most, most like, like being Shelley Duvall, Duvall without actually being, being Shelley Duvall. Duvall. <laughs> uh, and we actually have a a set uh, a two time nominee now. Actually, our winner from last year is nominated this year. Uh, we also have the Dull Dullness for Dullards Award for most boringest movie. I love that so much. <laughs> That's one of our first comments yeah. on iTunes. It's a deep cut iTunes comment award. Wow. <laughs> Sexiest cigarette, best Patreon flick, favorite episode, the two ply award for outstanding shit, the four ply award for best worst flick, best director, and best motion picture. It's a lot of noms. It is. We've got a lot of awards. Well, it's like the Oscars. It has yeah. to go so long that everyone wants to leave. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Everyone's just drunk at their seat. Yep. Sleeping. We actually had a really just just fun table talk. We actually had a really fun wrapping up the season with some yeah, table talk. Yeah, I know, talk. right? Shit. We had a really Did you see the <laughs> the fun Facebook comment that got like what screened out for being abusive? No. <laughs> On our shit? Yes. No. Dude, it was like the most amazing thing ever. What the fuck happened? It was like the hardest trolling I've ever seen. I went on there. I was looking. I was like, oh, look at our Facebook. Is it a patron? No, no, no. It was just some rando account that we don't have any friends in common. None right. of us. It's like, you know, someone trolling. Trolling yeah, accounts. Of course. So we're like scrolling. I'm scrolling through and I'm looking. And it was one of the posts where you're like, hey, everyone, we're talking about. I think it was the either your Towering Inferno ep- uh, post or. The I think True was, Lies, maybe? Or? I think it was the. Uh, yeah, it was. It was because it was Arnie with the. Yeah, yeah Arnie was, with the gut. Yeah. yeah. So it was the True, <laughs> was the true Lies one. And you're like, hey, everyone, blames all these likes and people responding. And there was a comment that had been screened by Facebook. And I was like, well, what's that? Let me let me see what that is. Click. And it goes, No one <laughs> no one gives a shit, you talentless or like, no one no one gives a fuck, you talentless piece of shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my god. So I like I'm like, who is this person? And I click the account, it's like zero friends in common, just right. all sorts of crazy shit zero on their wall. Friends. <laughs> yeah, like weird shit on the yes. wall and they're Po- they're posting lots of like snowflake stuff and weird oh, political God memes, and I was it. like, oh, okay. But I, as soon as I saw that comment, I was like, that dude, I was like, wow. that is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a fuck, you talentless piece of shit. I was like, I wonder if he's listening to. Ta- is he talking on, about Schwarzenegger? Be, yeah. or is he talking about us? <laughs> 
the dumb dullness the, guy? Yes. Oh my god, he's trying to get back at us. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. <laughs> he's just like name an award after me, will ya? Oh my god, dude! It honestly, it, it delighted me a little. I bit. know. I, you know what? You gotta be it able to take criticism, fun. even stupid shit. I mean, like whatever. Is well, that even criticism? No, it's not. That's <laughs> it's trolling. trolling. <laughs> but you know, every once in a while. You see something like pr- so profoundly mean on eat social own, media. Eat your own shit, you piece of shit. You, you dick. <laughs> okay. Eat, yeah. eat your dicks, you dick. <laughs> dick or tin, and you're like, wow. He was so mad at what I do. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he just he, he lost. He stroked out. What a complete waste of time. I know. I know. But every once in a while, you see one. And it, it's kind of fun, right? Well, we have a whole award Forms about the cackles trolling. of your heart. We do. From a troll. From a troll. We have we got an award out of our first ever troll. And love it. I do. I do. I totally love it. This this was a hard season, too, because all these movies were pretty exciting, except for like two that I nominated very hard. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's all, folks. That's season two. That is. Yeah, that is. Except for the shootouts. Except yeah. for the shootouts and our shoutouts. Head on over to patreon.com slash quillandfilm, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M. You can get full-length bonus episodes. You can get your ass invited to the Quill and Filmies for just five bucks a month. What the fuck? The whole the party's worth just that alone. Fuck yeah, dude. There's going to be brats, all kinds of sausage. We can't probably those kind some, of problems. Don't, make, don't if write somebody, checks bodies can't If cash. somebody else who's not Carl or I brings a bunch of sausage, there's going to be tons of sausage. <laughs> there's probably going to be beer. If you bring your beers, <laughs> if you bring beers, there'll be if beer. If you bring beers, there's gonna be beers there, and you know for fucking sure that we're gonna do the show there, Buck. <laughs> I don't. Buck. Know. Oh my god! Oh, I came I don't. all the way over. I'm just now. like. Yoper. Well, you know, you can't. Well, you can take the boy out of the UP. Never escape. Can't it. take the UP out of the boy. Oh. As soon as Carl's gone, we're going to get on that snow machine and get down to the dock, take, go for a little tuner ride around the Bay Area. <laughs> Afterward, take a sauna. <laughs> take a sauna. Oh, I wish we could. For real, though, sauna oh. is how you say that word, everyone. Um, All right, so anyway, patrons, thank you all so much for supporting the show. You legit got us all the fucking way through season two, bitches. We love it. And you're uh, so far, you've supported three episodes of season three. They're, they're super talented. Dude, they're, in, they're incognito producers. Well, we did appreciate the visit from corporate. Uh, John yep. Shabby Kane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> corporate was here. Corporate was Checking here. Checking out everything. Uh, and I love that the episode they were here for got fucked up. Yeah, right. That was God great. And you know what the best part is? Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate's fault. Aww. No, I... I, I <laughs> Blame everything on corporate. I mean, absolutely. Come on. If you listen to the Hostel 2 episode, you know this has actually killed four episodes of various podcasts I've done. It happens. You really, it's tricky to record on two different recording devices just because of like micro differences in recording speeds. That's all that happened. They were so great. And you know who else is great? All of the following people. We would love to thank Brian Jackson, Connor Sweeney, Daniele Hartelli, David Rowney, John Scheibe, Casey Scheibe, Katie Clark. Mike and Kelly Wagner, Kelly and Mike Wagner, Kevin Ramirez, Sister Sarah Hartley, (laughs) Bird dropped the ball in the last one, William Rockwood, and Jeff, the Jeffrey T. Morgan, Morgan. Dude, we love you all so much. Honestly, guys, you've given us a phenomenal season. We have two more little shout-out episodes to go. We hope to see all you motherfuckers at the Quillen Filmies, and we're looking forward to a 
amazing, truly amazing uh, season, season three. three. Man, that's a good stack up, man. We, oh my god, we have got we've got planes over the runway, and every single one of them is full of gold and blowjobs. Uh, the two what? best things uh, I could think of off the top of uh, my head. I mean, it's a gold. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. You're like <laughs> get, name two great things. You're like gold blowjobs. Blow <laughs> 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 All right. Um. We love y'all, Bird. Thank you so much for for getting us to finally watch an animated film, a Miyazaki film, and Princess Mononoke to boot. You're welcome, and thank you. <sighs> we look forward to many more episodes with you and Daniele Hartelli, and all of you out there in listener land.